Welcome to the third episode of Parents Under the Stairs. I'm Ian with your other host, Presley. And this is a very special topic. We're going to be covering zombies. Oh, yeah. Once again, you came up with the topic. I think it was a good one. I don't think. Thank you. Zombies are getting enough representation these days. Like we were talking about, when was the last time a big zombie movie came out in theaters? I would say Dawn of the Dead, which was like 04. Yeah, and then there's been like small things like uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. and Warm Bodies was a banger. Warm too. Bodies, but there hasn't been like the early 2000s we had. First it was 28 Days Later. And then the Dawn of the Dead remake came Resident out. Evil. Resident Evil. Shaun um, of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead, of course. We had the Wreck 1 and 2 and Quarantine. And just like, it was, whether they were good or bad, there was at least five, six zombie movies coming out a year in theaters. And then, of course, The Walking Dead. Now, personally, I think The Walking Dead is what made the whole thing stale. We got too much zombies, overflow, everyone was doing these zombie parades, zombie walks, there was zombie conventions, zombie bumper stickers, everything. And it's because uh, Walking Dead was being introduced in just everyday family homes. And, you yeah, know. you had like 10 year olds watching it and that's not a 10 year old TV show. I know. And I, but I do think that they kind of dole down the blood and gore, even though it's bloody and gory. Uh, they CGI over a lot of it to, to make it look more bloody, but also more fake. So it has this fake kind of video game look to it. So I think that's why Walking Dead is acceptable to a lot of mainstream crowds is because it's not as scary as looking as a Fulci movie or a Peter Jackson movie. So, with did that... Did you know Nicotero did a lot of the effects, though, on The Walking Dead? He directed a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, the showrunner for that, like, whole series. Yeah, that's why I, I don't hate it, necessarily. Uh, it's a love-hate relationship with me. It's something that I wish I liked. They more. could have stopped. They keep going and going and going, and they're killing all their main characters. I stopped watching after the fifth season, because I'm like, okay... That's fine with me because I hated all the main characters anyway, but we won't get into The Walking Dead anymore. Fucking hated that kid. I hated that dude. I hated that chick. I hated everyone. (laughs) Except Glenn. Glenn was cool just because of that actor. He was badass and mayhem, but... Norman Reedus is my love. Yeah. Besides you. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I was agreeing. He's my love, too. All right. So, you want to go first since I went first last time? Yeah. With that being said, let me talk about 2006's Fido, which I think it's like, it deserved more. It deserved better. I feel like not a lot of people talk about Fido very much. Well, around 2006, some people were i mean it's because remember how much these all zombie movies were coming yeah, out at the time yeah, yeah. it kind of got lost yeah in the current. but it sticks out because it's different you know it has a different setting the dystopian version of the 50s yeah and i heard the term zomcom like romcom and i will be saying that a lot more in my life it's a cute movie for being a zombie movie with like brutal killings you know um this kid pretty much gets a zombie best friend who he kind of treats like a dog and the weird aspect of his mom kind of falling for the zombie. Fun fact, the mom is the chick from The Matrix. What's oh, yeah. Name? I don't know. Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie and Ann Fido Moss. is played by 
Bill Connolly, who was in A Series of Unfortunate Events, which is a book series, but I love him as Uncle Monty, so I did not know that was him. And of course, creepy-ass Dylan Baker as the father who's afraid of zombies. Oh, yeah. uh, But he's not a pedophile or a serial killer in this one, so... He just plays one very well, but I can't unsee him. But still, even in in Fido, there's something unsettling about his character just because of how distanced he is from his family. It's sad, That he, like, almost phases himself out of his own family for the zombie to kind of take his place. Yeah. But, yeah, we won't go too much into the story. It's... It's, you, you made me watch it recently and wasn't expecting much, but you, you get a lot, especially like they they turned a pretty low budget looking movie. I mean, it had some big actors, but mm-hmm. they did a lot with a little. That's True. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So my first pick is going to be, I don't like using the terms so bad it's good because that's just like a cop out. Um, but unfortunately, Uwe Boll, that's what he does. He makes movies that are really bad. And some of them are good because they have some good shit in them. And this is one of them. House of the Dead from 2003. Which, have you seen that? I feel like you, you were telling me. Like, no, I haven't seen it, but I would see the cover at Top Notch. And I would, I'd so burn into my brain. This cover? That cover. <laughs> yeah. This movie's hilarious. Um. It starts off a group of, uh, I guess they're like 20 year olds or something, uh, going to this rave on a haunted island, which uh, is told by Clint Howard, who is the person taking them on the boat to the island. He says, Ice cream man. The ice cream man himself, yes. Um, and he's like, Don't go. It's Isle do Marte, the island of the dead. And they're like, uh, okay, well, it's fucking San Juan Islands, which is like an hour from us. Not haunted. It's a bunch of rich people living there. Um, but yeah, it's it's got really good special effects and um, just really corny, but it's got a cool setting. I think the zombies in this movie look like the zombies in some of the other movies we're going to be talking about, or even this movie, Zombie from Lucio Fulci, where they have like full appliance makeup. Rather than, like, the original Dawn of the Dead where they have, like, just some, like, paint, like, on their face. It's straight up, like, cool-ass-looking zombies in this movie. Um, Unfortunately, it's just, like, a lot of bad filmmaking choices. Like, they edit in, just for transitions between scenes, they edit in clips from the video game. Just people shooting people in, in the video game. So that doesn't work. But you get a lot of good gore, a lot of funny dialogue. It's not a good movie, but it's definitely entertain it's a movie it's entertaining as shit <laughs> i love it. it's so bad it's good so jumping into my next pick which i think it's on a lot of horror lovers list it's just so classic and fun um return of the living dead 1985 um yeah there's just so many memorable things that happen you know, i didn't even like it the first time i watched it but i've seen it like a dozen times so far and it's just a good pick-me-up there's just so much like funny things that happen you know where they think you're gonna kill the zombie by cutting off its head and you have a whole body running around without a head you have the half dog you know there's yeah it's like it's just a different type of zombie too because it's not like you get bit by a zombie and you come back to life these are like fully reanimated corpses you cut the head off it can still be talking and still be moving around like the only way to get rid of these zombies is to chop them up and burn the bodies but then once you do that 
problem happens all over again because the chemicals, the chemicals go up into up the environment and then it goes back down and like goes all over the graves and the zombies come back. And that's why the movie is like, even though it's funny, it's also like got this really helpless feeling because they, even though at the end they think they solved everything, it just opens it up for a sequel. Yeah, and you're like, okay, that's happening. And the acting is amazing. You have Joanna Mann. I can't remember his name ever. Miguel Nunez Jr. Yes. Yeah! <laughs> he does that. And they even show it in the credits like, yeah! <laughs> I love it. And uh, Linnea Quigley. Trash. Trash. Girl, yeah. So, and then Clue Gallagher is in there. He plays the, um, he's the owner of the medical supply facility. I don't remember the name of the actors of the two people the movie opens up with, Bert and, um, and the, and the kid, I forgot what his name is, but they have, they have really good chemistry between them going, they're back and forth, um, as they turn into zombies, like, watch your mouth if you like this job, and he's just like... (laughs) Yeah, I love I love that shit, and like they even they even reappear in the in the second one as different characters. Doesn't quite work as great, but it's classic. Definitely gotta check that out if you haven't. Yep. Um, my next one is gonna be a I'm gonna do four from Japan. Um, first one <laughs> I'm gonna do them really quick though. First one, Versus. Ryui Kitamura, who's made a lot of movies in the U.S. lately. Um, but yeah, this movie's amazing. It's Yakuza fighting zombies, fighting samurai. There's like time travel, tons of gore, weapons and stuff. It's just a really entertaining time. Um, yeah, this is a great DVD. It's like a steel, steel box. But yeah, it's a really fun one. This one is like the zombie equivalent. It's called Junk. Uh, it's the zombie equivalent of uh, Dust Till Dawn, but instead of uh, bank robber or serial killers, I guess they weren't Dust Till Dawn. These are, it's like a jewel heist gone wrong. And when they get to their rendezvous point, like in Reservoir Dogs or whatever, it was supposed to be basically Reservoir Dogs meet zombies. And that's what it is. It's really good. Action packed zombie movie. Unearthed put this one out. I love it. Other two I want to mention, Wild Zero, which is a rock and roll music video that got turned into a full-length zombie film featuring the rock band Guitar Wolf. It's really entertaining and lots of gore, and there's some like gross-out, weird stuff going on. There's aliens. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's worth watching. It's got a cool drinking game on it if you drink or even if you don't drink where the beer thing pops up in the corner like pretty much every second. So by the time you're finished with the movie, you're going to get fucking smashed or at least full of whatever you're drinking. The fourth one I want to recommend is called Stacy. It's about schoolgirl zombies. Basically, it's about a disease that when you turn a certain age, I don't know if it's only in Japan in the movie, but yeah, if you turn a certain age, you turn into a zombie if you're a girl. And so parents have to basically kill their girls once they turn a certain age because they turn into zombies. And it's hilarious. Is that all? Yep. That's four Japanese zombie movies. Check them. Yep. My next one is a movie called Contracted, which is a different take on zombie movies because I feel like a lot of zombie movies always start out with just a fucking herd of zombies coming at you and it's just like day 
420, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So this movie starts out as like case zero. It's this chick who gets date raped at a party, essentially, by this guy who fucked a corpse in the first 30 seconds of the movie starting. Yep. And it just shows her slow decline. You know, she's like decomposing in front of our eyes and like a maggot falls out of her vajayjay at one part and she doesn't notice it like like it's just another fucking wednesday um yeah and then she's at work her nails are falling off there's just so much shit happening to her and you feel so bad because like not only is she turning into a zombie she has a drug problem and her girlfriend doesn't want to be with her and she has a bad relationship with her mom she was already a trashy bitch before she started falling apart yeah so it's (laughs) I like it. I just like the way they made her, you know, patient zero and then Yeah. And the sequel is pretty cool too. It's like a guy. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like that one was more about them investigating the guy that has sex with corpses. Yeah. More more so. Yeah. Yeah. But it was it was I like I liked it. Yeah. And it just makes you feel icky cuz there's one scene where yeah, she has sex with this guy and, you know, she's just full on just corpse but she's still alive and like she has maggots coming out of her while he's like having sex and he's like oh my god he's like, a total simp though so he'll do anything to get that pussy yeah so. yeah like he's just she throws him a freaking bone and then oh i'd recommend it but it's so dumb it's like funny yeah it, it could have gone into our body horror episode oh yeah because it's essentially a lot of body there's a lot of like body horrors where it's kind of like i would say return of the living dead 3 kind of fits in that category too where it kind of shows her get infected and then slowly turn into the zombie and yeah it's cool yeah. Uh, my next one is gonna be lucio fulci lucio. city of the living dead yeah, I say Lucio, you say Lucio. I heard Quentin Tarantino say Lucio, so I started saying Lucio. Yeah, I mean, he he knows what he knows what he's saying, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe uh yeah. Maybe just say it the way I always say it. Well, Lucio Fulci. Yeah, we were going to have if we had a girl, we were going to have her middle name be Lucio. So Yeah. But we had a boy and Dario. Dario. <laughs> so yeah, City of Living Dead. That's part of the Gates of Hill, Gates of Hill, Gates of Hell trilogy from Lucio Fulci, which is the Beyond, House by the Cemetery, and this one. I don't think it's in a specific order because they're not officially linked together. But yeah, this one's really cool. Uh, priest hangs himself in this town, and after that, a chain of events start to begin as the Gates of Hell open, and there's a lot of gross-out scenes of mainly the chick puking out her guts is the most memorable but there's a lot of cool zombie scenes especially at the end they go into this catacomb which is full of dead zombies yeah it's a lot of close-up gore shots it's not as uh i'd say it's darker than the beyond it's has this really like nightmarish filthy dark feel uh the beyond is a lot like big it's a lot bigger more epic of a movie but yeah this one's great check it out yeah where that chick's buried alive i yeah, love that yeah. scene yeah the buried alive scene definitely was lifted by tarantino <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah a lot of iconic stuff in this movie and i think it's overlooked when it comes to lucio pulci's movies everyone talks about the beyond and zombie but city of the living dead is just it's classic gotta watch it 
What? So my next one is The Last Man on Earth. And I actually just watched it yesterday in preparation for this episode. And I just think it sets a really nice precedent for the way zombie movies were made after this. Because it's... I wouldn't... I'm kind of torn between if it's like vampires or zombies, but they're infected people that can spread a disease, so. And I feel like vampires can always like talk and whatnot, and these are like zombies. They can barely talk. Yeah. Yeah, like they're like brain dead, you know. And it's just crazy because they can't be out in the daylight. So, you know, it's kind of like vampire zombies, maybe. Yeah. So this movie's based on the book I Am Legend, and it's the very first movie before Will Smith's fucking blockbuster I Am Legend. And it was really fun to see, you know, because I saw I Am Legend first in theaters, obviously. So just kind of watching this movie, there's like all the parallels. Yeah, I I love it. It's cool to see Vincent Price. It's cool to see a version of I Am Legend without terrible CGI. Even though I like that movie, it has really bad CGI. The fucking running zombie. And like, it just goes to show, like, simplicity can be better. Like, these are just people in, like, torn up clothes with, like, some, like, rotting stuff on their face, but they're, they're a lot cooler looking, I think, than the zombies. And It's just cool to just see it was five or so years before Night of the Living Dead, and it's mm-hmm looks like the prototype for night of the living dead there's zombies in people someone's yard trying to get into the house boarded like, up house that he's living in yeah and it's like vincent price by himself like 80 percent of the movie mm-hmm. and he just does it so well like you know he's narrating himself and you can just hear the hopelessness and sadness yeah just you know being alone and he didn't go completely crazy yep. such a good movie Yep. Well, all of Vincent Price's movies are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Groundbreaking. He's a powerhouse. I haven't really seen him in anything that's bad. And if it was bad, it would probably just be good because he's in it. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, My next pick is going to be 1972. Bob Clark, the one that did Christmas Story and Black Christmas and uh, Death Dream. That's children shouldn't play with dead things. This movie is very original for a zombie movie in a way it's a zombie revenge movie but it's actually the dead getting revenge on the living uh theatrical troop kind of comes to this abandoned island where there's a graveyard and they want to film their play so they're um, kind of messing around and they find a corpse and the director gets all obsessed with this corpse so he starts playing with it and uh, after a while, the, everyone gets kind of creeped out, but they don't want to get fired. But eventually, the dead rise and protect their buddy who's getting played with. Um, it's really good. Bob Clark uh, does a very dark movie, just like Black Christmas is pretty dark too. But it's also kind of funny. Um, yeah, I, I love Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things. I fuck with that. Real ones defending the homies. Yep. Hell yeah. It's a good one. My next pick is another kind of essential horror movie, uh, Dead Alive, directed by Peter Jackson, who did Lord of the Rings, oh, or yeah. also known as Brain Dead in New Zealand. Holla. Um, also known as like one of the goriest movies of all time. Yep. It's, it's like the definition of splatter. For yeah. Sure. Like fucking buckets of fake blood. Um, but it's so funny, though. It's not like your conventional horror slaughter movie. You know, it was made to be funny and get laughs. 
Um, fun fact, though, the guy who did the effects for this also did the Lord of the Rings effects with Jackson, Richard Taylor. And That's he awesome. won so many Academy Awards for Lord of the Rings and none for this movie. Jipped oh, him no. out. Well, at least he didn't forget his friends, you know? Like, That's true. Yeah, at least he, he kept people that worked for him and... Also a real one. Go Peter Jackson. Hell yeah. But it's just so funny. You know, there's just so much memorable shit that happens. You know, the zombie baby because the two zombies just couldn't. The priest and the nurse. Yeah, they had to have sex and they had this little deformed zombie. And the main character takes the zombie baby to the park like that's normal. Oh, man. That pudding scene. like The custard scene. Oh, fucks me up. Like. Almost want to throw up thinking about it. But. Like she eats her ear and then like yeah. she squirts blood into this dude's custard and he's just such a gluttonous bitch like me. Like he doesn't even care. <laughs> yeah, we've talked before. Like eating and food scenes, that's what fucks me up. So that scene just gets to me. Ugh. Your mom ate my dog. The rest of the movie is like the bloodiest movie ever. That doesn't bother me. It's the eating. Ugh. Yeah, he kills people with a lawnmower, if I didn't already say that. But it's just such a good scene. Yeah. It's so, yeah. Makes me want to, like, if I ever have to defend myself against a horde of zombies, just turn a lawnmower over and... Well, they're all fucking riding lawnmowers now because Americans are obese, so we couldn't do it. We'd have to get, like, a weed whacker. You gotta do it the old way. It's better. (laughs) Let's just get an old lawnmower. My next movie is going to be 1981, directed by Andrea Bianchi. It's Burial Grounds. This is a, just a grimy, sleazy zombie movie. Feels like kind of like a 70s zombie movie, but it's 80s. And it's just, um, it's kind of got the same type of makeup as this movie, um, where they have like the full appliance makeup. And um, it's going to be also kind of similar to my next pick. But yeah, it's just this really gory sleazy movie where a bunch of uh people go to this mansion and stay the night and the dead rise out in the courtyard and it's also called a night of terror and i guess it's what it is it's a night of terror uh really good gore effects though where you know you get the night bite and the skin just goes up the side you know so yeah check out burial grounds so my last pick is actually a movie called Blood Quantum, directed by Jeff Barnaby, who is an enrolled member of a Canadian tribe. And that's why I kind of look especially native today. Um, it's it's a different take on a zombie movie, for sure. Um, well, first, let me explain Blood Quantum. Blood Quantum is um, how you measure how much Indian blood a person has, and it's kind of controversial today a lot of natives really don't appreciate it but it's kind of how much indian blood you have and if you have enough indian blood you can be enrolled um for instance i am a i'm sue and cheyenne but i have enough sioux blood to be enrolled on the fort peck indian reservation i have a tribal id and everything that says it um but what happens is basically it's a zombie movie where native americans are immune to becoming zombies they can get bit and everything and they don't change so they have this little kind of safe haven yeah Yeah. and it's just some fuckery happens and it it's really heart-wrenching as much as it's like a good zombie movie where they they have really good effects the zombies look really cool 
cinematography is great too it's got this like reddish hue to it like everything is just got this really dark feel to it like they just create this world that's just it's a different world than reality but it feels like it could happen almost yeah and it's it's just like a beautiful love letter like jeff just really made it he was kind of like I don't want i don't know how to say he didn't think like you know like a non-native would really understand it so it's like a love letter to all the natives on reservations i feel like and i've seen since blood quantum i've seen those actors go on and do other things too so yeah kate devery jacobs plays one of the natives who's kind of like in charge um well, i wouldn't say in charge she's kind of like a background character but she does reservation dogs now and that is also you know a full-blown native american cast the everyone that works on it most of everyone that works on it is native american and you know it's kind of it's like a huge step for indian country because we haven't been portrayed in the best light in any movies or tv shows mm-hmm. you know so it's really empowering yeah and it's really like kind of brings tears to my eyes you know it was just such a beautiful movie and good representation of native americans and native people you know even though they have like natives turning on one another in the movie but it's it's so good and it's crazy because one of the main characters has a pregnant girlfriend and she's white so you kind of wonder like what that's gonna look like for her or her baby and really leaves you with a lot of thinking and yeah and also another reason that movie reminds me of you is it's really really dark but it's also really really funny at times so (laughs) well thanks yeah (laughs) it's got some really good humor in it it does it has like the res humor humor. yeah Yeah, remember when we were watching reservation dogs and you're like i know those jokes because of you (laughs) my next one is going to be 1972's tombs of the blind dead which is kind of like a zombie movie but some people will argue it's not because they can ride horses and stuff but they're just these old templars these robed templars who had their eyes pecked out by seagulls so they're blind so they can only they're zombies but they can only tell where you are by sound a group of like i think they're actors or models or whatever are coming to do some photo shoot or whatever and they just get attacked by these templars and just like the last one i mentioned burial grounds it's really gory it's got the special effects where the skin's getting ripped off and yeah a lot of nudity too in this one so if you're into that it's a 1970s nudity good spanish movie there's a lot of sequels i like this second one a lot similar to the first one the third one i think is on a ship it's called ghost galleon and then they just made a new one pretty recently that i want to see but this is a series worth checking out i wish i had the box set the box set came in a coffin it was really cool that's cool yeah but i don't so tombs of the blind dead and those will be our zombie picks uh some good ones there Agreed. I just think everyone in this world should watch Blood Quantum, and that's just... Yeah, that's on Shudder. Um, you could probably rent it or buy it anywhere else, too. Yeah. But Shudder put that out as an exclusive, so... I just watched it a few days ago on Shudder, too, so it's still there. Yeah, especially if you want to check out, like, a new zombie movie that's good. Blood Quantum is new, and they fucking nail it. Yeah, and I gotta admit, I didn't watch it for the longest time because I just saw Native American, and I was like, oh my god, they're gonna appropriate us, and it's the furthest thing from appropriation, which I just love. Yeah, I actually 
felt the same way too. Another one like worth throwing in there is one that we watched pretty recently, Black mm-hmm. Friday. That was a fun one. It was uh, Bruce Campbell was in it, Michael Jai White was in it. Uh, who else was in it? I don't remember, but those were like the two yeah. memorable. Like you had Spawn and Ash. Yeah, but basically it's just a Black Friday is about to happen, but the shoppers <gasps> are fighting. Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa, who's been in some other horror stuff too lately. Yeah, Chucky. Chucky, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that one's kind of like alien zombies, I guess. Alien zombies, like Night of the Creeps. Yeah, or exactly. Whatever. Um, another good one. I wasn't a fan of Zombieland when it first came out because it came out when all the zombie movies were coming out. But I do, I have grown to like it over the years. But the sequel, Zombieland Double Tap, came out. That one was really good. Pretty too. recently, yeah. and that was a fun movie as well. Anything else to throw in there that you can think of? I would say Reanimator because you were talking about oh, Return yeah. of the Living Dead three. Mm-hmm. So that I would also classify that as a zombie movie. Yeah, and that's the Brian Yuzna connection yes. too. So yes, cool. exactly. Cool. Hell yeah! Well, I think we're done here, guys. Yeah, thanks for joining us for our third episode, of Parents on the Stairs. We'll probably try to get one out every Sunday. So. Uh, oh, if you have any recommendations for any other Native American horror movies, please yeah. shoot them our way. Because we're gonna do a Native American episode, like Native American themed horror. Yeah. Um, not creep show too. Cheap wooden head just isn't the best representation. Yeah, it's like my hair is gonna make me famous <laughs> and take me to Hollywood. Like, bro, you're white as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So that one doesn't age too well, but yeah, anything else, let us know. Um, and yeah, go ahead and uh, follow us on the social medias. We have a Facebook for Quality Violent Cinema. Uh, please subscribe to us, Quality Violent Cinema, down there or whatever. Uh, we have Discord if you want to come in and talk to us about movies. We're in there pretty much all the time checking it. So join Discord. we got about 400 people in there. Check out my other show, Horror Corridor, where I interview horrorcore artists. And then the main show, Quality Violent Cinema, with Christian Nicholson, who's the other host, which is uh, strictly about extreme horror films and underground indie art stuff. So. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. One word, Presley is a horror. H O R R O R. And I'm Ian is Woo Massacre, if you want to follow me on Instagram. So, yeah, that'll be it. Thank you all. Yep. Peace. <laughs>